Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, December 11, we're back. National Stretching Day, also National Mountain Day. I like the mountains. I feel like it's more relevant to where we live, but maybe, I don't know, are you a stretching guy, really? I think if anybody was, it'd be Muay Thai Alex, no? Yeah, yeah, I love stretching. It's great, especially when your like, muscles are sore and stuff. Just love to stretch it out. Loosen up the muscles or just help with soreness, so. Do you got some peanuts going? Some Welch's. Is it distracting? No, I just was curious. Or am I doing a good job being kind of low key about it? No, I just I would I You're was doing just, a great job. You are. Okay. I was just curious as to what it was. I was it, it was not loaded. That was very unloaded. Okay, okay, okay. I, I want to save Adam for later. He's wearing the Cowboys jersey. I know we have a lot of football to get to. We have a lot of helmets through range. It was a bad day. But I really video surfaced last night of Owen at some kind of skateboarding indoor party there by the looks of it there was drinks and a giant skateboard ramp and i just i have a million questions maybe i don't know if i'm doing a good enough job describing the scene there's just a video of owen on a skateboard ramp in a basement with people gathered around watching it it's a very puzzling scene <laughs> right. right. I suppose in a in a fact like out of context that, that it was a confusing video, but yeah, so my uh one of my friends, my roommate actually, uh he his girlfriend his girlfriend's dad has a warehouse and so they sort of put together this party which involved skating because they have a half pipe in there and then some dancing and stuff. Uh, me and my roommates decided we'd uh, give it a shot. So we all got videos and mine wasn't the worst. I mean, I, I ate it pretty bad, but there were some thunderous just falls. It was, you know, multiple injuries, scrapes, burns, all sorts of things. So it was a pretty harrowing experience, honestly. Yeah. Have we not all yeah. had that like one day at least in our lives where we wanted to like skateboard and be like, okay, hey, like, yes, I want this to be my life. <laughs> I know Adam has. I mean, you see the guys that can do it well, and it just looks so sick. It looks yeah, so you're cool. like, oh, dude, I want to be like Elijah Houston, man. Like, uh, <laughs> so sick. I want to be in the Thrasher magazine, dude. Yes. Who is Elijah Houston, dude? About. No, I just, he was kind of the guy in like elementary, just from what I heard, like word of mouth and then some YouTube highlights. So mm. that's probably the only guy I can mention. <laughs> Yeah, I could only get the Hawkster. I couldn't really dig anybody else up. That would be the only guy I could get. But, hey, I, I we all have been there for sure. But then, you know, you get your mom. You got to wear the knee pads. You got to wear the elbow. Like, mom, that's not what yeah. they do in the magazines, dude. It's like 10 times harder than you thought it was, and you just kind of don't go back to it. Grim scene. It is. Um, okay. Adam's holding out till we mention the Cowboys. That's fine. You just go ahead, dude. I, I'm I'm wounded. I'm I'm wounded. It kind of went how we expected it to go. I mean, we talked about it on the on the pod last week. Um, I said I wasn't worried about the defense, and they came out. They didn't allow a single touchdown all game. Said the offense is clicking, and that Philly kind of looks bad at the back. And I mean, they were clicking. Um, I said CD Lamb's better than AJ Brown, and I think uh, today was a good indicator of that against that raw. Eagles secondary, but sorry, continue. 
I mean, it's been better for the past like 10 weeks, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. That was probably the happiest I've been watching a Cowboys game in my whole life. Like that was just, that was like eating ice cream and candy, like in a theme, like there was nothing that would compare to my happiness seeing Jalen Hurts fumble. And he's a fraud, I wanted to say. Um, I think he's probably officially out of the MVP discussion after that game. Alex is making a face, but that was his worst statistical game since week 11 last year. Yeah. So he's automatically a fraud now? <laughs> yeah, he's bad. I mean, he's okay. been a fraud, but that just confirmed okay. it. Yeah, he's been bad. Sure. Okay. 15 turnovers this year. Yeah, that's not great. Hold on. Let me let my receipt just print out here. Okay, great. <laughs> you should. I like yeah. I like the he's milking you can tell uh, Adams milking this win because it's both the Cowboys defense is nasty and Jalen Hurts is a fraud. He's he's playing both sides of the field here, which I and AJ Brown's well, not as good. He only had one turnover today, so that's one of the fifteen he's had this season came today. So I mean, this is tough. Well, like we're, we're the three of us don't want to be in this position, and yet we are. Adams happy to be in his position. Say something nice about Dallas. I think that Dan Quinn, I don't understand why this guy's not a head coach, seeing the way that they put Hurts into uncomfortable situations. And this was kind of a nightmare game for the Eagles, I thought, and the Cowboys deserve a lot of credit for that. The Cowboys schemed up an excellent plan. Obviously, three turnovers for Philadelphia, all fumbles, all by their biggest stars. Like Things just couldn't have gone better for you. That's why I'm wounded. I'm just, yeah. I'm a dead bird right now. Although I did take Dallas and we did take Dallas and I did win our picks league because of it. I'm still wounded. So, and I'll do say cool, something bad bear. about the Cowboys uh, day. I, I think we still have questions to answer about the middle of the field and uh, Philly's not a team that can exploit it. But, you know, a team like San Fran, we don't have good linebackers and we don't have good defenders in the middle. So I mean, it still hasn't answered my question about, you know, can we win in the playoffs? Can you beat a San Francisco and stuff? But Philly's always been a team that we match up well against. We have great corners, great pass rush. So, um, yeah, I mean, still some questions to answer, but there's definitely a team that's missing from elite. Yes. Okay, yes. Well, I'll agree with that on surface. My greatest takeaway from today is I think there's really like San Francisco, maybe Baltimore, and the rest are pretty even. I don't see anybody oh, really right. matching San Francisco, dude. I, I, you could say what you want about Dallas. I still have my questions. This is a great win. I'm not here to take away from you. But my greatest takeaway from today is I don't see a team reaching San Francisco's level as long as they have their playmakers on the field. And, and I don't want to go really into that that much because I don't want to take away from Dallas. But, you know, we might be missing a team from elite, but to say that other teams are in San Francisco's class to me is disingenuous. Well, I don't think anyone disagrees with that, but I don't think we're going to demote every team from elite other than San Francisco. But if, if that's what you want to do, I guess we can do that. Loaded. No, I don't want to do that. That's uh, okay. I got no problem with, with moving them up. But Owen, do you want to get a takeaway in on tonight? No, no, no. I think it's fair to say, like, you know, if in school, an A plus and an A are both fours on the GPA scale. Yeah, so I think cool. it's fair to say you have, you know, a bunch of A's in elite and then you have an A plus, maybe two A pluses. I would tend to say one A plus. Um, but so anyway, so I think what Phil's saying is fair. Um, and then as far as like the, the, the game goes, I think you guys mostly covered it. Like, I mean, Dallas sort of played how we expected them to play. Uh, I was really impressed with Mike McCarthy. I think I've come around to him a lot. Um, 
this year, at least in the last few weeks. Like he calls, he makes some really nice play calls. Uh, verbal meme, like I wasn't familiar with your game because um, <laughs> that 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 seam ball he dialed up right before the end of the half was was really nice because Dak. That's I mean that's like his bread and butter is 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 fitting it in those tight windows up the middle of the field and and uh, I like that play call. So, anyways, that that's what I want to say. I want to give Mike McCarthy some flowers as a, as a former hater. Yeah, I agree with you there. And he had a really good, on the 60-yard field goal, really good into the camera. Boom! I don't know if you saw him do that. He was very fired up, which I love a good enunciation clear that you can read. Um, Alex, I would ask about the game, but I don't know if this is just an NFL thing, but sometimes these big hyped games have a tendency to really disappoint. And I think that I was thinking about that in the first half because it was sort of a, a snoozy game. And then Alex texted, I might just throw on a movie dude and skip the second half. <laughs> so I know he wasn't that into it, but yeah, <clears throat> I got to be honest. Like I, I worked today, so I didn't catch any of the morning games and I caught a little bit of the afternoon games. And then I was kind of hyped to watch some uh, Sunday night football. And uh, what is this week? 12, 13 now? Yeah, we're getting, I don't in even there. know anymore. Is it, would you call it fatigue? Maybe. I think that's okay. I think we can all have a fatigue week sometimes. So, um, yeah, it just kind of hit me. I just, I don't know, too much Mike Tirico or, or what it is. But, but yeah, credit to Dallas. Uh, you know, Eagles disappointed me two times in a row now. Um, both like not even close um, games here against San Francisco and Dallas. And they have had a hard schedule. I will give them that. So maybe that's an excuse I can. I can pull out. Um, they've just had a really hard schedule and team's a little banged up. He definitely does have an injury. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know if they plan on addressing it, if they're just going to, I guess they can rest him maybe a little more in these next few games where they might have blowouts. But um, I think it would be smart to, you know, give him a break. But I guess now they need the one seed, right? So Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how they'd... Because I think, right, if they would have beat Dallas tonight, that would have been a pretty big uh, stretch yeah. there, I think, in between them and Dallas. But now so they need to better. win all their games, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so definitely an opportunity uh, wasted for the Eagles. But, yeah. I don't I don't think of it that way. I don't think it's really that big of an opportunity wasted because their schedule, Dallas has three challenging games left. I'm not going to say they're you know expected to lose any of them or wouldn't be favored in any of them, but they're three difficult games, and the Eagles have four pretty light matchup so i don't feel that the eagles are in a worse position well that's for the division but for the one seed they're in a bad position because they don't have the tiebreaker against san fran so if if they want the one seed they need to win every game yeah that's what i'm referring to and i still think you need to start jalen hurts i don't think starting marcus mariota is a recipe for success i don't care what team you're playing they could beat maybe the giants yeah, they could maybe take out the Durs with him too. But you're not a Hurts guy, and, and tonight I wasn't that impressed by him either. I know Dallas put him under a lot of pressure, and Stephon Gilmore was uh, fantastic. A.J. Brown put up big stats, but it, it doesn't reflect what actually happened in the game. It was all garbage time. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, you can say what you want about our schedule, but I, I've i seen CeeDee Lamb play against like the best corners in the league. And I don't think I've seen him actually get locked down in a single game. So, I mean, I think there's levels <laughs> to it. Like there's Tyree kill number one uncontested, but then I think right in that B tier, you can put CD lamb at the top of that right now for sure. I don't know. Easy to say that though, after playing like maybe the worst secondary in the NFL. I mean, I, I've been saying it for the past like six, seven weeks, but people just don't give him credit every week. Cause I guess we never play anyone good, but I don't know. 
you can just I say agree. i like, guess I, half I, the league is not good if we're gonna say that no i, I think true, it like honestly. credit to him i just think he's been hot the last five yeah. six weeks and, and, and i think that's kind of how it just goes with wide receivers in the nfl like you get some maybe easier matchups i'm not saying he hasn't gone up against um tough corners at all but good good for him but you know in, in four or five weeks, we might be talking about someone else being the right after um, Tyree Kill. So, 100%. I mean, it was AJ Brown before it was yeah. CD Lamb, right? That's exactly like four or five weeks ago. It was AJ Brown. Like, oh my God, what have the Titans done? He's the second best wide receiver in the NFL. Now it's CD Lamb, you know, so it always changes. Well, it's been eight weeks now, but yeah. No, but Alex is right. It's peaks and valleys with Alex these guys right. because AJ Brown had three not three two straight months where he was putting up 30 fantasy points yeah. a game and everybody was saying look at this guy go and every like if you're not hill it's peaks and valleys because it happens with chase it happens with cup it happens with everybody near the top and jefferson's missed half the year this year like it's guys who go games, on runs basically. so yeah. nobody's doing it week in week out like hill i know you didn't say he's better than hill but again that's what i'm saying yeah i, I totally yeah. agree with adam that he's he's totally in that second class right yes but, well, yeah, and we were I, I haven't really seen the valley yet, but I guess we can see if it happens. Well, he's been in the league for a while. There's been plenty of valleys, but we were sitting here like not six really. weeks ago. Well, I mean, you can oh, valleys, on, I guess, on, are relative. On, There's not games where he has 10 yards, sure, but uh, relative to other receivers. But I was saying we're, we were sitting here. I just wanted to reiterate, like we were sitting here like five, six weeks ago. Uh, and I think we we're all in agreement that AJ Brown was top three. So to say that it's been a clear CD Lamb number two for ten weeks, I think is a little crazy. I think he's still top three for sure. I mean, I mean, I have you know Tyreek Lamb and then Brown, but I mean, the, I, don't I know. Think but this just, my point is, I don't. Anywhere. Yeah, my point is that I, I think we're in agreement that wasn't the case ten weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, we're <laughs> we're never gonna find the common ground. That's fine. But uh, we can move on to another thing, which to me, if we're doing elite, we've t- we've moved a team up, which is good. I think you can make a case that Philadelphia is on the lower end of elite. We've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. But if you wanted to see them go, you could make a case about that. I actually, I want to move out the Chiefs. I want to put them in good. Yeah. Three straight losses where they've had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win the game against opponents who they really need to beat. And I heard this stat this week, and it was interesting to me. I think this is the worst Chiefs team yet under Mahomes. And Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. And I just get the feeling that if he matches up with a team at his level, like Buffalo even, I, I don't like their chances in close games at the end. with these Well, he's receivers. had to have played a road playoff game. Like oh, no. like against Brady in New England nope. when they lost? The- Never oh. has. Really? Well, wow. That's Other crazy. than the Super Bowl, if you count that. I'm out. I'm selling, and I want them in good personally. Well, I also want to sell less, I mean, partially because of the team, but I mean, uh, the, my main reason for selling is I'm just, I'm just out on Mahomes. I mean, I, the the whole press conference and them crying after the game about like the most obvious penalty and him like his whole argument was that play was so good that should be in Travis Kelsey's career yeah. and that won't yeah. happen because there was a, like <laughs> dude don't throw it, the it flag was... because it was a nice play what are you talking about dude you're like we get it you're good but you, you don't own the NFL like it, I agree outside. the worst part for me was where he was like. Like, like I'm not even talking about my team and the fact that we lost. Yeah, you are. Like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. You clearly are because if it happened the other way around, uh, you'd be super quiet 
And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you can, like Mahomes has been kind of benefited by some calls. Oh, um, and absolutely. The video Phil sent where it's like you're going to midfield to shake hands of the quarterback that just beat you. And instead of saying like, well done, you're complaining about the flag in his ear. And Josh Allen's like, I don't care what you're saying. That just, that was the worst thing I've seen in a long time. And let's go Josh Allen. Man, this guy's had like a bunch of heartbreaking losses, even just this season. Let alone yeah. throughout his career. So, like, Pat, like, let's, like Adam said, like, maybe let him have this one. Yeah. Um, I know it's it's a tight playoff race and it's it's a loss against a pretty good team now. But, man, bro, have a little bit of more composure than that. Like, I, that was a little disappointing. Well, Josh Allen's at the top of that list. I thought he played a very good game other than his obligatory interception. And we got to count those in, though. Yeah, you do sort of got to factor. You got to bake one in every game. A hundred percent. I gained a lot of respect because like you say, Alex, this guy has heartbreaking loss after heartbreaking loss and the lack of composure on Mahomes. Like just go up there, say good game. It's a regular season game. You've beat this guy in the playoffs once, twice. I don't even remember how many times. Just go up, shake his hand, congratulate him and keep it moving. Instead, you're screaming in his ear and you can tell in Josh Allen's face, he's like, I, I hate this guy. Like this. This guy yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell. You can tell between those two quarterbacks who's lost a million heartbreaking games, whether it's just pure heartbreak or, or a penalty, and who's lost like their first career game <laughs> off a bad penalty, which was Mahomes. It's like, dude, like there you go. That's how that works sometimes. Um, so and then him going and oh, we're we're talking about the refs every week and it's a penalty. Like, what are you talking about? This isn't like the Saints Rams uh, <laughs> NFC Championship game. Like, what are you talking about? It was a penalty, dude. He, oh. And he went, I've never seen that called in my like 10 plus years of playing football. And then uh, the guy on Sunday night tonight was like, yeah, they've called this penalty 12 times this year. <laughs> yeah. It's like heat, Patrick. Heat, dude. Didn't, didn't you lose? Oh, a- and then Andy Reid also saying something about... He's like, I get like the. He said something about like the refs tell me if one of my guys are like. Yeah, I said because in the past they were talking about that on Sunday night too. He's like, in previous seasons they would normally warn you the first time that happens, like, hey, he's lining up offside. But this year they they've been calling it every time, so that was kind of a change. Well, that's such a like. Who do you who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. Like what you want us to give you a free time out or something because we noticed that like. Yeah. The guy was lining up offside. Like, come on. Hey, Andy, time out, time out. He's offside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is the ref supposed to do? <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. And and forgive me if I'm wrong, but can't Kadoni point at the ref and be like, Am I good? and get a verification? Can he do that? Or is he is he yeah. just being yeah? Oh, he totally can. Yeah. Yeah. And I no one's <laughs> placing any blame on him. Exactly. Like you watch the full video and he doesn't look to the sideline once. He's just staring at the ball, lined up offside, and then they snap it. And so. the thing about Kadoni, I mean, leave it to him to ruin his greatest career highlight by being a full yard offside. Like that that's just the most <laughs> Kadoni thing possible. But to lot, I just don't understand what goes through your brain. Like he's looking at the ball. Like why? And what part of him is yeah. like, I'm good. I'm safe here. Like what? Look at where the other receiver is. He's like a yard and a half <laughs> behind you, dude. Like I don't know what was going through his head. I suppose nobody ever does. That's why he's on his second NFL team before his 23rd it, birthday. Yeah, it was it was pretty heat. Like the like the way they lined up. Like and then you just see all the other wide receivers are like way back. It's like damn. 
Like maybe, maybe even look around and see where your wide receivers are. You know, <laughs> that's, that, part that's is, maybe a good starting point. He scored too. Like, yeah, that's he what I'm was saying. offside and he scored. And Mahomes is like, it didn't. Like the guy that was offside scored. It wasn't even on the other side of the field or anything. He was offside. He scored. Yeah, man, Mahomes is so annoying with that. <laughs> it was like, brutal. Like, I was dude. Now Taylor and Travis can't celebrate that sick play. Like. <laughs> Our evening is ruined. Like, relax. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Can't celebrate the December 10th win. Owen's quiet because he's a Kadoni guy and he's a Mahomes guy, and I feel like he's ready to go contrarian mode. They should have called timeout. Uh, well, I think you guys covered it mostly. Like, it was, it was pretty cringe for sure. Um, as far as moving them down, I think I, I, I might be, well, surely in the minority here, but I kind of consider the Chiefs um, sort of a different category from other teams where I think I've seen a gear that is in this team that other teams in the NFL don't have. Um, so I personally would be inclined to keep them in elite, but I, I, you know, I understand why you move them down and I don't think that's crazy to do. The thing is, if yeah. we move them down, we're going to have to swallow a bit of a tough pill because their next four are pretty light. They're uh, at Patriots versus Raiders versus Bengals at Chargers against the Easton stick probably. So they're probably going to go three and one minimum there. You're going to have to eat that if you want to put them in good because none of those games are going to have that much substance. So, Well, we've seen them lose at home against the Raiders, and I mean, that Raiders defense. Something about Arrowhead. <laughs> something about Arrowhead. Let's go. Something about Antonio Pierce. But yeah, I mean, I would agree with you, Owen, if it wasn't for the Mahomes antics. Like that just kind of made me want to not put this team up there. Alex Long loves the Chiefs. To Yo-Yo, you know? Alex loves the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we would bring our individual locks of the week and Alex would lock the Chiefs like eight out of nine weeks. <laughs> single time. That was my like when in doubt. Like yeah. I'd, I'd why be is the spread only ten? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I kind of agree with Owen. I, I just feel like um sure they have they've had a bad stretch, but I like I think there's a difference between them and the Lions. Hundred like percent. Oh yeah. But the but Lions also, the Lions aren't gonna be in be. good in fifteen minutes. So don't worry <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's my only thing. It's they still have Mahomes. They still have Andy Reid. That's just an elite duo to me. Fair enough. And I'm we could keep him there. I just think it's very troubling that they've played three serious opponents the last three weeks, and I consider the Packers a serious opponent this time of year. And they've had the ball all three times at the end with the chance to win, and have not even got inside the 20 in any of them. I consider that a problem with the receivers that they have, but I get it's Pat Mahomes. I get it. And, and sorry, just the last thing. I just think it's so funny how like Pat Mahomes goes up to Josh Allen at center field and is like, dude, that was such a bad, like such a bad call. And then he's like expecting Josh Allen to be like, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. Like I totally don't know like how we won that game. Like, <laughs> what, are you what are you expecting him to, him to say? say? Yeah, dude, I totally agree. Yeah. You guys should have won that game. Guys, redo? Can we let's put Can the we redo? Yeah, let's reset the down marker like, and let no, him go yeah, again. Dude, that play was so sick. You guys should have won. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get a load. Relax, buddy. <laughs> well, now you don't understand. They're they're robbing Travis Kelsey of his Hall of Fame candidacy because they didn't let that play go through. They're they're forgetting that. <laughs> He's getting robbed. <laughs> Um, great win by the Ravens today, by the way. I know we didn't really talk about that, but that was a heck of a game. Uh, credit to them. I don't want to go on them forever because obviously they're an elite team. We know that. They took care of business. It was a tough game, 
But Lamar makes a big drive at the end of the game. My uh, my respect for them keeps going up. And Beckham, you know, they're they're squeezing all the juice out of that orange. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, how long are we gonna pretend that he's like been washed if he hasn't shown a sign of being washed like for years? You keep oh. saying like he's washed, but he keeps looking like at some point he's just not washed yet. I mean, like, can we just admit he's good? Like, he, he, sure, but they did. He did do nothing the first ten weeks of the season. Yeah, it was getting used to a new system, mm. recovering from an ACL tear from two years ago. Yeah, it's a bad injury. <laughs> <laughs> okay well credit to them good zone Owen, oh, say you're uh you're gonna get outvoted on the lions so if you want to make the case first or if you want to say a bit and, of a eulogy uh, i'll give you the ground yeah you were also asked during the game and you said let's let it play out so I, i'm curious to hear what you have to say now mm-hmm. yeah i think it played out um pretty poorly so, yeah, I mean, I think it, it is tough when you have a team that can only win one way. And then when that way, you know, hits a snag, you, you, there's just no other opportunity for the team to win. And, and in the case of the Lions, if Jared Goff doesn't play a perfect game and throw for 350 yards, they're not winning the football game. So it makes it really tough. So I uh, I think it's probably smart to move them down. That made me so happy to hear because that was a parrot of what I said the last two weeks. And I'm just happy to see you find the light, my friend. Shout out. Phil was on it. Yeah. Phil's show. Phil was right. Phil's show. Phil was right. Show. You know, that's right. this, this podcast has a bit of a culture these days of, of a look at me culture. And, uh, I, I want to get better at that. I, I'm not, I'm not a perfect citizen. I'll be the first to say it. I do like to do the Phil was right from time to time. I would say the person with the best record of this is Alex. Alex is not much of a receipt shower. Um, but yeah. Adam and I did have a bit of a toxic off today when I expressed happiness that the Buccaneers had won their game against the Falcons and Adam couldn't handle me being correct. So he had to send in him being the only one to take the Rams over on July 20th and say that he was actually the ultimate winner because he had the Rams over. So I do want to get better at this toxic culture that we've created, but I can't let that go unscrubbed. I mean, my counterpoint is I don't really think, I think we kind of turned it into a toxic culture by like, like in my opinion, Phil has a good take and he goes, hey, look at this take I made six months ago. (laughs) And I go, nice, that was a good take. But somehow on this show, it turned into hey, look at this take I made six months ago. And then we go, oh, you were right. So, I mean, I'm not really a fan of that, like, Owen Phil joke where it's like, oh, we get, like, you know, I like to celebrate, you know, we made some good predictions. An Owen Phil joke. An Owen Phil joke. Are you leaving anybody out there? I mean, Owen is like the creator of, oh, you were right again. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I'm not a fan of that one, but... Right. Okay. All right. I'll let you take this one, Phil. No, no. 
I want to get better. But somehow it got more toxic. It did. Somehow the toxic <laughs> levels got turned up. That was not, I wanted to unwind the ball, not tighten well, it up again. I just again. think we can, in the future, if someone's right, just give them some credit and be happy for the guy. You don't always have to make fun of the guy for it. Like, you know, if you were right, you deserve to flex it a little bit. Okay, this you is. You can be happy for the guy. <laughs> this is a good point, but it doesn't take back the fact that not 12 hours ago, you, you had to send me the Rams over under when I was taking the Bucks points. That's fine, though. That's that's well, fine. We were having a, a Rams discussion as well. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Adam, Adam I mean, also demanded receipt, an apology for like not supporting him on the Browns. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever. <laughs> we need to get better. We need to get better. So that's that's all I wanted to bring it up to say. I'm gonna do my very. Uh, hey, I'm gonna make a commitment right now to after what we the incident we just had with the Lions. I never want to claim I was right again. A little bit of personal accountability. Well, I just found a, a receipt not to stay on the same topic, but I sent that message in response to you saying, "How about these Rams?" Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Just the. Uh, yeah, that's why that message was sent. It's actually right beside it. So you're not you're not following in my footsteps though of personal accountability. Well, I'm just disproving the point you were making of it was unrelated. It was okay, very related. So you're not following in my footsteps. Okay, I, I understand. No. All right. Alex, where are you at with the Texans? That was that was heat. No, no was other heat. way to go about it. That was, that heat. was so heat. And uh -huh. hand up, I su I I suggested this as a uh as a bonus pick to the to the fans. So um, sorry about that. I thought they were going to cover easily, but man, I don't know. Is Zach Wilson like kind of the new Baker Mayfield where he just no. has cycles now, but are no. they're, they're even like bigger. They just he, take more time to cycle through. <laughs> he, he could just be on the start, the start of a, like he might just be improving. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, it's possible. It was like I said, I didn't watch the game. But what a, what a, what a fart here by the uh, Texans. He, I watched it and it was surgical. He was surgical. He was fantastic. I watched almost every snap. The best he's ever looked for sure. By a mile. He looked, I mean, it was, you know, his, his, his pocket really never, it's, it's always terrible. It's always muddy. And he uh, was making good decisions in spite of that, which is something he doesn't or, normally do. So I was, uh, I was very happy to see, to see that game, especially coming off all the drama uh, this week with like, did he want to play? Did he not want to play? Like, ben he's benched. He's not benched. He's benched. He's not benched. Like, it made me really happy to see. To see, I was very pleased. You know, I'm kind of in on Zach Wilson, not like in like a football sense, but in a life sense. I read the report this morning that uh, he didn't want to play because the Jets told him, like, hey, we want to make you the starter, but just a heads up, no matter what you do, like you won't be here next year. And you say, gay, like, why would I be the starter then? Like, you're just throwing it in there for me to tear my ACL. So I understand that. If that's actually true, I, I want to, him to have success in a personal sense. So I'm Team Zach. I agree. Yeah. I think the hits reach, like, the levels are too high at this point, and people make fun of him too much, I think, and, you know, it's it's getting a little out of hand. Yeah, and, and Warren Sharp, I don't know if you guys know this guy on Twitter. Um, I'm oh, sure yeah. Phil does. Big Warren fan. Sharp. Oh, yeah. But he posted... Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, breaks the pocket and he he's running downfield. And of course it's a torrential downpour. And so the field's soaking wet um, and he tries to make a move and he falls down after, you know, his 300 yard three touchdown day. Um, and this guy's clowning him on Twitter. Uh, so a lot of, uh, you know, 
there's just people are out people really hate this guy um but after that one sort of slip up last year where he said it was not on him like he didn't feel like he let the defense down he's been he's dotted every single i and uh, crossed every single t he's been the a pro's pro i wanted to add to that warren sharp thing that i know phil's gonna like this one as soon as everyone started attacking warren sharp like uh yo this isn't cool jj watt made sure to quote retweet oh, that and start God. defending zach wilson so oh, he could get some powers oh. so that was good yeah good jj watt yeah. and rg3 are just two of my favorite guys <laughs> right now absolutely love the both of them <laughs> rg3 is on a different type of mode though he's on a different he's on a different like it's just man this guy's got to have he's got to be the corniest dude that's ever <laughs> ever been like made a twitter account he's something else i can't lie it's just almost it's almost it's right on the line of parody where you can't really tell sometimes or at least i can't if he's being serious but then you're like well he's he's never he's it's always like you know he's always trying to tell a joke right yeah it's you never, never really know never sarcastic you do never know yeah so in terms of the helmet net voyage though We've got a lot of it to do. I'll just make this clear in case it's fuzzy for anybody out there. The elite helmets are Baltimore, Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and now Dallas. In the good zone, I would say Buffalo's firmly in there. I think that they are banging on the door. They're maybe the highest ceiling of any of the goods right now. Jacksonville, a loss, doesn't overly concern me. Does anybody disagree? No. 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 No Christian Kirk is is heat. You could see it a little bit, but they were also playing a good defense in a desperate team. So I'm not willing to give that up. Texans, I think we owe them the benefit of the doubt, but if Stroud misses time, I don't know how we can keep him up. They also haven't really hit their ceiling in the last few weeks, so I could go either way on this one. Does anybody have a stronger lean? I would like to keep them here. I mean, me too. I don't want to make a prediction on Stroud's health. I think if he's out for a while, then that changes things. But as of right now, I think they've given us enough substance to uh, prove that they're a good team. And uh, Jets can be, you know, a confusing team to play, and it's tough to play on the road there. And um, I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we expect our good teams to go undefeated. There's going to be losses in there, and I would say this is, you know. You, it's Zach Wilson game of his life and you're playing one of the better defenses in the NFL. So if you're going to lose to a team, I think this isn't uh, the worst one to lose to. I would argue it's in the top 10 of the worst to lose to. And it was a pretty heat performance, <laughs> but I see what you guys are saying. I'm fine to give him the benefit of the doubt. And we, we would be wrong to predict an injury Detroit. I think we can all agree down. They don't deserve down. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 It's over. It's Jover. Unless they can turn some, some stuff around. Yeah. I don't think they can. I don't think so either. I don't think. I don't think they can. I don't think they can either. But but they might. I think that's like a game, dude. Yeah, I mean, if they win their next three, then yeah, I mean, sure. But I don't really care if they win. I just care that they fix their defense. Tight. tight I could care less if they win. Like we care about what they're going to do after the regular season's over, right? Like that's we're factoring that into. I don't care what they if they win their next three. I care that they fix like this the major issues they have on their team. That's well, with four games left <clears throat> to go in the season, I'd hope that you'd be somewhere close to fixing your defense. But I mean, the Bears put up twenty eight on them, and I don't know. It's just it's a little. Uh, I'm just getting a little. It's a little too late for me. Um, yeah, yeah, too late for me. You know, I'm with you. I think it's too late and going into the playoffs like this. Like not really confident. Like and- I don't know. Like you said, it's four games. I don't know. They rattle off. 
four wins and they beat the Cowboys and all that. Like, well, I don't know, but I don't see it happening. I wasn't paying very close attention on Red Zone, but I remember it flipped to the Bears. Like, I don't know. He said, oh, the Lions went for it on fourth and 10 and they didn't convert. And I'm like, I mean, I wasn't watching. I don't know the context, but like, do we really have to go for it on every fourth down? Like fourth and 10, is that really necessary in the first half of the game? Oh, they just, they got problems. Culture. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're trying to create a culture. They're one of the best offenses in f- football. Not one too. of the best offenses in football. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trash their play calling. Uh, I mean, the Eagles aren't going for it on fourth and 10. The Niners aren't going for it on fourth and 10. If Brock Purdy went for it on fourth and 10, I'd be saying the same thing. And they have the best offense in the league by miles. Mm-hmm. I know, but they're two different teams is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's it's not like this is something that, you know, during just today, this is something they've been doing since Dan Campbell's been here. So I would say, you know, I, they, they're, it's clearly working. No, like I, 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 I disagree. I think it borders. I just don't like it. Yeah, I think it borders <laughs> on on Staley like like these fourth downs that they just will, willy nilly go for. Because to me, like, I get it when it works, it's great. But in these games, you're not looking. You know, you don't need to score thirty points to beat the Bears. You you just got to get over their total. Like they're not going to get that high of a number. And if you keep giving them the ball with shorter field. I mean, uh, there's just different ways they need to approach these games in my mind. And, you know, you say this is their culture. They have a great offense. Since the Bears changed their defensive coordinator, they're a top three defense in the league. Like, you got to show a little more respect. They held St. Brown to two catches for, like, 15 yards. That's a elite yeah. defense right now. So going for it on fourth mm-hmm. and 10, you just that's not a high-percentage look. I guess what I'm just trying to say is, like, this is a team that clearly – you know, they've since Dan Campbell's been there and since Dan Campbell and uh, Ben Johnson have worked together, they've made risky decisions and they've gone for it on fourth downs. And, you know, a lot of them, I think you can, in hindsight, scratch your head at and, and sort of wonder about, but it's worked to the tune of one of the top five offenses in the NFL this year. So I, I tend to, to, to say, you know, you take the good with the bad. Um, I agree, but that's but really I not my same concern. Time. It's the defense defense. I agree, but at the same time, I like I don't want to compare them to the Chargers, but I feel like that's kind of where the Chargers have also lost out on many good years of Justin Herbert is because of that like almost stubbornness where it's like we're a little crazy, we're a little risky, we're gonna go go for it on fourth and whatever and do some like stuff that mm, I don't know if it really makes sense, and then you kind of get those results. But obviously, the Lions are in a better position than the Chargers are in. I would just like like kind of like what Phil said. It's like little more seriousness when we're playing some of these teams like i thought they like that thanksgiving game i thought like i think they walked into that game thinking that like yeah you know they were just gonna win that by 30 because it's in detroit and it's on thanksgiving and then um those two bears games as well i I just feel like those are just you walk in unserious um if you're getting smoked by the bears so um but i would like to just see a little more like adaptability just to you know more in-game situations like okay maybe let's just switch it for this week and maybe we don't have to be as risky let's just play the bears like in a just a grimier you know way if that yeah. makes sense what i'm saying you know no 100 percent. i tracked you there I, I agree there's just different ways to approach different teams if you play the chargers you need to score that's fine you go for it but the bears yeah. the bears are a different yeah. cat these days yeah, like Bears, Steelers. Like you're gonna like ground and pound. Like it's gonna be a rough game. Like switch up the game plan. The word Steelers just makes me upset. I'm gonna be honest. I uh, just I can't. Um, so they're going down. That's fine. 
as far as the frisk zone, I would say Green Bay and Miami are both on promotion watch tentatively heading into tomorrow. I would say that that's a tentative. We're, we're monitoring those situations as potential climbers to join the Bills, Jags, Texans. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Okay. I've, I've loved the Packers game. That's no, no surprise. Um, so good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Good. I'm happy with that. And I would also submit, and I don't know if you guys will agree, but I think Denver should join the good ranks. I think Denver plays a serious game. I was up for them getting promoted last week, even though they lost. I think they played it really close with Houston. Houston's in good. They've won six of their last seven. The defense is on top of things. I know they played the Easton stick. I get that. I like Denver. I think they should be up there. They're playing Detroit on Saturday night too, which is another sort of good test game, I guess, if you want to keep them where they're at. I disagree on Denver. Um, I wasn't very impressed this week or last week. I think they're just a frisky team that's, you know, frisking out some wins. I I don't think Russell Wilson is actually like a good quarterback. I think it's just, you know, a good stretch. What's what's the difference for you between the Texans and the Broncos? Well, because the, the Broncos or the Texans haven't been super impressive for me the last four weeks. Yeah. Well, the Texans beat them last week. Uh Russell Wilson threw three picks in that game. The Broncos were at the ten with like twenty seconds left to win the game. In that in that game, that wasn't a convincing win by Houston. But yeah, is what my point is. I, I just feel like it doesn't like the Broncos and the Texans. There's not much separation between those two teams for me, at least. I I think there is. I think the quarterback is a huge, huge gap between those teams. Personally, I think Peyton has a huge level of professionalism in these games, and I like their decision making. They make it very easy for Russ. I think that Russ has played very well the last two months. Uh, you know where I'm at with this, but we can go to Owen because I think we've split on these. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty pretty torn. Uh, I see the argument to move them up um, for sure. Man, this win doesn't really move the needle for me just because it's a you know one of the, it's probably the worst coach defense in the NFL, um, and you, you know you're playing against the backup for most of it. So I. I think maybe I would keep them in here for another week. I yeah. I think we maybe give them a prove it week. Sure. And Detroit on Saturday night is a great test for them. So we can give them another week. And the we have the Finns and the Packers on promotion watch. The Rams, a frisk ass game by the Rams. Respect. That was yeah. that's exactly what I expect from a frisk team. They're they're like king frisk, no? They really uh. are. They've been up and down, but I kind of see him as the king of the frisk. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Oh, that's what you mean, King of the... Yeah, like, I think they're closer to good than um, the Broncos are, personally. Like, I I think they're, like, you know, pretty close to good. Almost a good team. Yeah, <laughs> close to good team. almost. I like them. I, I, I think it's not a disrespect to say Frisk. I was looking at how they could... Because they're 6-7. and seven. They still have a roadmap to the playoffs, but it's not all that convincing. Like they're gonna need to do pretty well in the last month. Not that the record really matters to me in terms of the helmets, but I I like where they're at. I think they're just a real frisk team. Um, I don't know if you have anything on them, Owen, or if you want anything on the Colts or the Seahawks, who both had losses today. Things are really looking grim for Seattle. They've got a this is just the 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 Titanic's gone down with the Seahawks. Really, I mean, it's tough for Seattle because they've had just a gauntlet. Yeah. schedule at least the last few weeks for like sure i don't think i would promote them nor demote them i think this is a frisky team that's just 
ran into a tough stretch of injuries too. And as far as uh, as far as the Colts go, I mean, it's like, I don't know. This win really doesn't move me one way or another either. Like the Colts, I look at them the same way now as I did before. Maybe that's wrong to say. Um, I, I guess maybe that speaks more to like my opinion of Jake Browning and the Bengals. Like I, I think I was more impressed with them than I was disappointed by the Colts. Hundred um, percent. I think Jake Browning is 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 a is a high quality top of the bucket backup. Yeah. Yeah. He might even be yep. like a, a low, 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 low starter, like a six and but, eleven yeah. starter. I mean, I I agree. Like he could oh. start on the Saints. Like I'm taking oh, him over. Absolutely. I agree, but I I think you still need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I don't think that's breaking news, but like we've seen Mike White have like an insane two game stretch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. for sure. You, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't be fair. giving him like the keys to anything. For right sure. Now. It's fair to say too that this guy, I mean, Mike White wasn't he didn't have the pedigree that Browning does. I mean, Browning was a high highly ranked recruit. Uh, in high school, and he he had a really nice college career. So there's clearly more of a track record there, as at least as far as like a full, f- you know, full body of work in football goes. It's a little yeah. little different, I think. No offense to the Colts, but I'm pretty sure this is also not uh not a very good defense. No, just like the Jags. No, I don't think that it's a very good defense. Yeah, I uh, you guys know I liked the Colts. I actually think they should go down. I don't I don't rate them up with the. Rams or anything. I, I hate to be that guy because I obviously was the one, you know, leading the charge and, and egging you guys on to promote them. I would like to accept some accountability for that. I don't think they're frisk. I think they're kind of unserious, to be honest. They they could have lost that game by a lot more. They were pretty fortunate to be uh to be losing by just twenty. To the first half could have got out of hand pretty quickly. Um, and I, I didn't mean to, to insinuate that we should demote Seattle. I, I think Seattle's very frisk. Like these are tough games. They kept it very close with Dallas. They did their best today against the best team in the NFL. I, I respect Seattle. They're not going to beat Philadelphia next week, I don't think. Um, they're frisk, but I just more so meant their playoff chances have really gone down. Like They, they don't they, really have a roadmap anymore. Yeah, Seattle covered the spread two weeks in a row. That's, that's worth something. Um, and, I mean, on the Colts, I, I disagree with you there. I think they belong in frisky. And... Normally a defense this bad, I would want to demote ton series. But I mean, I think they have the formula to like uh, mitigate a bad defense. Like they have a great O line. Um, you know, Minchu's not being that crazy, and they can kind of run the ball. I know today it wasn't great, um, but they can run the ball, keep up time of possession, and try to kind of mitigate having that defense on the field. So I think they have the formula to be frisky. Yeah, yeah, I think I think. Uh... This is one where I'll try it. Like I think Phil, maybe you, maybe you're getting caught up in what you saw this week because I think week to week to week that the the Colts are always in games that you maybe expect them not to be in, um, and I think you mix in just terrible losses in that, and that's just kind of what they've done all year. Fair enough. I don't mean to hate on them. I obviously love my Colts. I they're you know like a a family member to me at this point. I got so many of them in fantasy. I'm so invested in them, really. I love the Colts. I secretly do. I follow a couple Colts fans. Uh, so that means no changes in the Frisk zone, which is all good. Unserious, I think there's at least a couple promotions. Alex, you want to take one of them? Um, with Unserious, yeah. I think I don't even remember why we uh, demoted the Bengals, really. I think maybe we just got scared uh, with the Joe Burrow injury and everything and, and demoted them. But uh, um, I don't really haven't played that badly where you you know put them in the tier with the saints and the chargers and 
the Cardinals or anything like that. So um, they're definitely uh, automatic uh, promotion for me. Um, and then I can see a few more teams out here too, but I'll let uh, one of the other boys handle that. The other orange helmet. Yeah, exactly. I think they're uh, I think they're quite out of place uh, down here, and we're getting kind of surprising play out of their quarterback. But I mean, even if he wasn't playing, you know, decently, I think this is still kind of just the frisky team, and they they play different at home versus on the road. Like they uh, they definitely play a lot better at home, and their defense is much better at home than on the road. But they have uh, they have a recipe to beat anyone. I mean, we saw them beat the Niners earlier in the season. I think you know any given Sunday they uh, they give you a. It's not a team you want to play. That's that's something I'll I'll say. Definitely, some of these teams. I just want I want to give us a little bit of credit. Some of these teams have not been easy to get a get a feel for. I know 100%. I know someone will say, okay, they maybe had a feel for this team as opposed to some you know a different team, but. I just when you lump it all together, man. There's some team like the Browns, the Colts, the Vikings, these guys, the the Lions. Like it's just it's not easy. No, it's not. And we made a mistake last week, I think, by yo-yoing those two teams down. I think we were a little bit too heavy on Cleveland last week. I agree that they should come up. I am a little scared because the reasons we demoted them are still there. Obviously, the quarterback, the defense is not. You know, it's good. It certainly was great for the first three quarters, but it kind of fell off today in the fourth quarter. Obviously, it made it more interesting. I have my concerns. I think they've played their best football, but at eight and five, they're certainly a frisk team. That would be wrong to say otherwise. I don't know if you agree or disagree, Owen, but if, and if you do uh, agree, then what's another helmet you want to keep? I just, I have to say that Owen looks permanently like disappointed slash confused every time someone is making a take today. Oh, he's like he's the Bengals of faces today. He's given us the death stare on every take we make. No, I, I don't think that's a bad promotion. Those would be the only two I'd promote. I don't really see another team in there that I would even consider. No. Oh yeah, there's some demotion candidates. You want to kick one off on demotion on? Ah uh, man, I would. I also wouldn't. <laughs> I guess, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't demote any. I mean, I guess there's a few teams in here that are bad. I think there's one to me. I wouldn't demote. I would promote the Bears. I know we're not there yet, but the Bears would need to be up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We, we, we're not there yet. We'll, 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 we will be promoting them. Don't worry about that. I was going to make sure that that happened. I'm a Bears guy. Uh, I think the Easton stick should be tossed into the poverty zone. Yeah. Well, how long? What's the... Uh, prognosis on it's a injury. fractured finger I, I don't think it, they're not going to bring him back if with the record they have i don't think right yeah yeah okay yes then yeah yeah they have to be down worst defense in the nfl probably the worst quarterback the easton stick yeah. is is just i mean i couldn't believe his name it's the easton stick like that, that's yeah no this team is uh hopeless unfortunately easton stick 179 okay yeah, is that how much they cost these days? Eckler had 51 in a touchdown. Oh, see, I watched none of this game, so I, I didn't really see how bad he was. Um, yeah, I agree with that one. Can I throw another candidate? I mean, I know I'm gonna get no traction on this one, but I just want the idea to be floated out there. Um, and I just want to preface this with we know that the helmets are not about um records. I know where you're going, and I, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I think the Steelers. Uh, need to be considered close to a poverty team, especially with Trubisky playing. I mean, he is so bad. He is so. And he can chuck bad. it though. 
Yeah, I he should, really can. It. He it's can a big re- arm. He has a huge arm yep. when when it's third and two and fourth and two. He's got a big arm. I wouldn't demote him. No. I, I know, I know. <laughs> it. I knew it probably wouldn't get a lot of traction, but at the minimum, I think they should be on poverty watch. That's a very fair float. I will admit that. Um, I just can't with Mike Tomlin. Like he's literally the only reason I think that's keeping his team in unserious. Well, Mike, uh, I don't think they have a poverty defense either. I don't think so. I think they're unserious. That's what I've been saying. Well, no, no, you guys. I get it. They were down twenty. They gave up twenty-one in the first half. The Patriots started one possession on like the six because Trubisky put up in a horrible spot. I don't think they had. TJ Watt was playing concussed. Let's get that on the record. That was a little bit of a sketchy scene. Excuse time. It is excuse time because I I don't think it's logical to say the Steelers don't have a defense that's the defense is the only thing that's held them in football games for three months. I I can't disrespect the defense. That's true. I just think it's not the def like when you think Steelers defense, you're like, oh Steelers. I just don't think it's that. That's what I'm to like. You have to remember this Patriots team like five days before scored zero points against the Chargers. I'm not saying, yeah, no, they're not the you're not the steel curtain from the 70s. Yes, I agree with you, but it, they, they, they're <laughs> I mean, not the problem. I, mean. I I just don't think they're good. They're I mean, I said it on the show last week. I think they're like an average defense. They're like 14 something around there, and you know, and I get it. People, you know. Alex says the only thing that's keeping him out is Mike Tomlin. There's been a lot of Mike Tomlin backlash over the last few days. Maybe it's because I follow Steeler fans, but a lot of people saying, oh, mediocre Mike, TJ Watts never won a playoff game. I would be careful. You, what you have seen for. the offense? Yeah. I would be careful like what you're he's for. working with. That's, that's exactly it. He is not the problem. It's not the defense. It's the offense. And I get well, he's, we need to. he's in charge of the offense. I understand that. And we haven't done anything in the last seven years i understand that but people need to be careful what they wish for because there's a lot worse we could do a coach than that guy someone needs the free mac canada yeah i feel bad for that guy give him a head coaching job i mean they fired mac canada and nothing changed no we looked better for that one game we were pretty good in that one game we had 400 yards it's also tough to tough to tough to assess them because mitch trubisky's bike just it's just a just yeah. non-functional. I, I, I'm a better arm. I'm so glad people are seeing the light on that because even remember when we brought him up a few weeks ago. Oh, I used to love him. You guys were like, "Oh, yeah. that's a that's an up on backup." I'm like, "No, I, mean, I think he's." That, I, I think I still kind of think he's. An, I think any backup you have that can uh like move, like escape a sack, is like an upper echelon backup. Like if I'm throwing a backup in, I want them to be able to like move a little bit, like he, dogs. He, I, I don't want Easton Stick. Let's yeah, get Cam. Yeah, Cam needs a job. Remember, he's <laughs> well, not going to come in and be a backup. Anymore. He doesn't want to come in and be a backup. He needs max salary. Remember that. Yeah, six right. million. Right. Yeah, he's better than twenty nine of the guys in the league. Yeah, exactly. So he's not going to come in and hold the clipboard. He's not going to be a leader. Tannehill mode. Um. So yes, high end, unserious. Alex, low end, low end, low end, unserious. Sorry, high end, low end. Can I? Can I? Can tomato, I start a narrative tomato. here? Yeah, yeah. Let's start yeah, the. Please. Let's start a dialogue. Okay, let me start a dialogue. It's time here, to start got, a dialogue. <laughs> yeah, because um, we've made good points to the Steelers. My thing would be Patriots have a coach that's probably got a greater, you know, stronger pedigree than Mike Tomlin, and their defense has been better than the Steelers' defense has been at least over the past four, five, six weeks. Uh, 
and their backup, at least Bailey Zappi, at least this one week, the limited sample size looks similar, maybe slightly better. So I think there's a case to be made. They're similar teams is all I'm trying to say. I mean, you guys take that where you want to go with it and the fans can do that what they will. I just want to sort of paint a picture. I mean, that's what I'm, that's what I was trying to say. That's why I floated the idea. I think they're similar. Yeah. No, they are. It's hard to dispute that. I understand that. But I mean, I almost think the Steelers are worse. Yeah, they lost them straight up at home. I, I don't disagree with you at this point. So it's hard for me to cling on to unserious. The only thing I would say is they're seven and six. I know this oh. isn't I know this isn't a record game. I'm just making the case. Look, I'm as sick with them as you are. I, I could tell you that right now for free. I would just make the case that you're underestimated. This is gonna sound too crazy. But Steelers do have a tendency to do this to people where they play so bad and everybody jumps off. Oh my God, they're so terrible. And then watch them beat a pretty decent team next week in the Colts. Like that's just guess, what they do. Yeah. And I guess a small counterpoint to Owen is the Steelers probably have like, if you were to take the 10 best players from the Steelers and the Patriots combined to the Steelers probably have like nine of those guys. So, I mean, they have good yeah. players. Yeah. Um, and one of them isn't George Pickens. I'd, I'm out. I'm all the way out. Yeah, but like there, they there's no playoff lot. spot, man. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't yeah. put them in. Office. We will be revisiting this next week. I think. Yes, that's fair. But for now, I, I just can't. <laughs> I don't know who they're playing. But the Colts. I think we'll be the Colts back. on Saturday. That'll okay. be a big win. That's if they when get you got to win. God yeah. bless. This is the type Love of game, though. Game. That, oh, three Saturday games, and they're all good. All oh, it's fantastic. I can't I wait. Called- okay. Yeah, maybe the Steelers one wasn't fantastic. I just like football, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um. The NFC South, what a zone, man. These teams are just so unserious. The Saints, they try so hard to lose to just the worst teams ever. I, it's really amazing how m- many gifts their schedule gives them. But wow, they are absolutely trending on poverty at all times. They're walking a tightrope. And yet, 6-7, and seven, uh, when Derek Carr was 12 for 18 for 34 yards, that... I mean, you got to try to be that low in yardage on 12 completions. That's crazy stuff. So I I think if I was the quarterback and I'd take the snap and I punted uh, 18, what did you say, 18 times? Yeah. I think I think I would have had a, you know, just a receiver catching the ball and I would have had more like fucking he's just punting yards. The greatest stop pattern. Like yeah, he's like the greatest like stop powder of all time like just a beta that like i'm not throwing it if it has a chance of being picked i'm just gonna check it down check down camara <laughs> where's camara i've never seen a fan base hate a player more than the saints fans seem to hate Derek Carr. like i saw a guy on twitter uh at, from his hit last week being they were like oh this guy you know whatever it was bruce Irvin's been fined like forty thousand dollars he was people were like what's his cash app like saints fans they were trying to pay him yeah <laughs> for giving Derek carr the concussion i saw that i yeah. follow a lot of saints fans they're very wild people like did you see that video going around to Jameis at the pelicans game where he was one that was so sick he was getting he was high so, fives everywhere so cool. and then the, I love everybody in the comments is like this is the way you walk around when you know everybody yeah. hates the quarterback in front of you well, that's the thing. Derek Carr's like anti-Saints, like culture. Like their whole culture is like yeah. the opposite of how he plays. It's so weird. <laughs> what a horrible signing! It just from minute one, absolutely abominable stuff. So respect the the duality of man when he had twelve for 18, 34 yards, and meanwhile Bryce Young was like one for eleven. 
29 yards. It was like, this is just <laughs> electrifying stuff. Two guys just going at it in completely different ways. And I, you know, I know Alex wasn't much on the football today, but I would be remiss if I didn't give him the chance to ask what facial expression he had when he loaded up the score and saw a final Vikings three Raiders zero. I just, I just looked at my brother and I said, we lost to the Vikings three zip. <laughs> Just, just sounded like an NHL game, you know? <laughs> like, unbelievable. I saw that by the third quarter. It was a uh, tie game. Uh, 0-0, deadlock. Um, and yeah, I don't know I don't know what to say. That's uh, I feel bad for the people that went to the game and paid a lot of money because those tickets are really expensive. Um, and to see that, yikes. Um, so... I don't know. Is is it a takeaway that the defense played well? I don't know. I didn't nope. watch the game, but um, yeah, that's just that's just really tough. I will say. I don't know, uh, Adam. Was that a good punting game? Does Adam have any like you know? I, I don't think so. I think no. it was just a bad game. Mm, uh, I, I will bad. say a little subtle point. Maybe some of the listeners caught on to that. But when we we kind of gave Alex some space for a bit, but when Phil brought the question up, Alex did refer to the Raiders as we. Yeah. Yeah. So take that you know as you will <laughs> and i i gotta say if you're gonna be a raiders guy you need to start watching their games again because the, the last time you came on and just read a box score to us that was the two inches per play or whatever game oh i see what you're saying i, I should be watching i'm saying you need these... to watch so that they can score a point uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try and get on some games yeah for sure I'll, yeah I'll, especially if i'm out here use dropping weed like that then yeah <laughs> No more red zone. I'm watching Raiders Texans. People forget that. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, you never want to be in a situation where indoor game off a bye at home, zero points. You, you just never want to be in that situation. Um, <laughs> so I feel for you. I do. Not even a field that goal attempt. Sense. That's that's never good. So that's really heat. Yeah. Are we keeping them in on serious as well? No, I mean, but if keep we're keeping keep the Vikings, them. then if we're keeping the Vikings, yeah, though, yeah, okay. like, we keep them. We gotta keep them. We do gotta keep them. They're they're kind of captain on serious this year. Yeah, yeah. Them and the Saints okay. steering the because they could literally. Um, I did. I, do they actually? No, I think they play the Chargers. Yeah, they play Chargers Thursday night. Oh, they and could then, be. They could beat the Easton Stick a hundred percent. And then, and then, I'm just gonna say Christmas Day. It's at a special place, Raiders at a special place, and, you know, anything could happen. Is there something about this place? Yep. Wow. Just keep your eyes peeled. Wow. Get get ready. Christmas Day, as if it wasn't already a big enough deal, wait till you see what the Raiders have in store. Um, Out of the poverty zone, the Bears are obviously coming up. Good stuff by the Bears. I know we didn't mention the Buccaneers-Falcons game. It doesn't deserve a mention. No I, one cares. Nobody cares about the NFC South. I, I've been a Bucks guy. I've well, been a Falcons was, guy. We've all rode our horses, but nobody cares. At the end yeah. of the day, what? Uh, why would we even discuss this? It was like no. a sneaky rivalry, though. Like sneaky. Between like the so podcasts. Very sneaky. Like very Phil sneaky. is like a sneaky Bucks guy, and I'm kind of a sneaky Falcons guy, and we had some banter going for like an hour there. We did. It's we did. Phil won. We, yeah, I did. But again, I did personal accountability. I don't want to take any credit. Bears, they're coming up. New York Jets? <laughs> New York Jets? They're staying. They're the bunker, the moneymaker. <laughs> yeah, you let's go show me twice. Show me three. Show times, it to me twice. Personally. Wow. Who, who, personally, twice. 
Who are they taking twice on next my week? Number. Oh, they're at Dolphins. Kate, they're not going to show you twice. Oh, they might show me twice. So he was making some throws that look like the pro day throw. He did. He had the one where he rolled out left and then he lobbed it across yeah. the body to well, Wilson. He, he does that like once a game. Oh, this one I was good. See them incomplete. Mm, no, this one was real good. He had like the Hail Mary one last time he played. That was like really cool. I guess, yeah. Usually in the fourth quarter, he might, yeah. No, you know what? Truck, we'll 40 minutes ago when Alex said that he has bigger cycles, but he might be Baker, he's kind of right, dude, because this is sort of mirroring the game he had against the Chiefs in my mind right now. Like a huge performance, like, whoa, maybe there's something there. Now it's just going to be followed by like six weeks of absolutely horrible play and maybe yeah. one replacement. And he beat the Eagles, and I know that wasn't a great game by Zach, but still, he did beat the Eagles. It's true. I, I'm not really with that. I think we kind of have it nailed. Maybe it could be, you know, he has this big offseason. He's like, you know, I've, I'm feeling good. I've trained with one of the best quarterbacks in the world. Okay. And he goes in week one, and he's like, you know what? This is my chance. Like I had this big off season. I'm I have this whole season now in front of me to show what I need to do. Yeah. And then the pressure just kind of gets to him and okay. he just can't really, it sort of crumbles, put in Tim Boyle, take Tim Boyle back out. Zach Wilson, you're in, but you're off the team at the end of the year. No pressure because it doesn't matter what you do. You're You're gone either way. So now he's just playing backyard football with the boys. Good theory. Go. Let's go. And he did say, yeah. I will be aggressive. Yeah, that that, that was a Mitch was, Trubisky quote too, which it seems like that's just a trend for the bad quarterbacks to lump that in there. So maybe <laughs> I can just imagine the the Jets GM. What's his name again? Joe Douglas. Uh, Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas. Just going in and being like, "Yeah, like you should just do the thing you did at the pro day." It's like, "Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I'll go sling it." <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, t- sort of TikToks to watch is like people will be like imagine if Bijan Robinson ran like this and it's like him doing the three cone drill or like yeah. imagine if like Zach Wilson was this and then it's that one throw yeah That's somebody should make one of Ejon Leon against the chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> they really should wow good times so that's poverty okay Jets stay there Patriots stay there somehow the Titans ended up in there I don't remember doing that, but it's kind of it kind of works. That's it's fine. Correct. It is. I remember They're doing terrible. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see them tomorrow night against the Finns. I think I think a, a team that might actually make their way out, the other New York team. It's possible. I mean, this, we're recording before the game, but there might be just no like I don't know how many poverty teams there are in the NFL this year. Like it seems like everybody's kind of it's. There's a lot of. It seems like wow. it's very say it, Alex. It's very easy. Say the line. Lots of parody. They're yeah. NFL teams. Yes. A lot of NFL yeah. teams. And that goes back to the point I made like 10 minutes ago is it's been hard to gauge, man, on some of these teams. Yeah. It has. Seriously. We've had a hard it, year. Four weeks ago, we thought the commanders were like, oh, Sam Howell. Frisk like, watch. Played the, played the Seahawks tight. Frisk watch. Now they're, un, they're unwatchable. Yeah. Outside of like the uh, Panthers, there might be the next worst team. I might have like five wins. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, the Panthers have a, well, not the Panthers, the Bears have like a 95% chance at the first pick now, mathematically. That is how much worse the Panthers are than the rest of the league. Wow. Yeah, I could see I could see a world where it's just the Panthers zone down there. Yeah. I can't. Don't give me any ideas. We have, what if we did the Panthers zone at the end and the Niners zone at the front and everybody yeah. else just sandwich in the middle? I love that. That's an idea. I love it. 
Wow. Yeah. Has Justin Fields, you think, proven himself enough to? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I didn't no watch camp. the game. I just. I'm. I'm firmly in the no camp. I, I had the discussion with Phil. I think last week Phil was at the yes camp before the game transitioned to the no camp. I'm guessing Phil is back in the yes camp. I love Justin I just Fields. Don't know. Man. Hot take. I have no like basis on this, but. I don't think any of the quarterbacks this year are actually going to be good NFL quarterbacks. Just I like that take. I, I like that. Caleb Williams, Drake May. Yeah. I don't know. And Michael Penix. Yeah. Listen, I, nobody loves Justin Fields like me and Owen and even Alex a little bit. You know, we all like Justin Fields. Um, I think sometimes in life, a break or a permanent break is good for all parties involved. And I, I think in this situation, that's what I would recommend for the Bears. Maybe no. just give it a new roll of the dice. Even though that's not any disrespect towards my boy JFF, let's just let's give give him a new set of uh, playgrounds to roam through. No offense to him, and I, I'm I'm not going to get any traction on this one either. But I don't think he's uh, that dissimilar than Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance broke his leg in like his third game, so we never got to see. You know, he didn't get the 30 starts that Justin Fields got to win seven games and show us that he's, you know, okay. But I don't think they're that dissimilar. You know, go be a backup. Starter. I mean, Adam, I don't think you would have until that I see if Trey Lance wasn't on the Cowboys, you wouldn't be saying that. Well, Trey Lance has played like two NFL games and he broke his leg in like three places. He, until I see a type well, of that's throw. his fault. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, mean. <laughs> I need to see, I need to see Justin Fields. Make a throw like that one throw that we all the one throw from that uh, Trey Lance threw in OTAs. Oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> I have no clue. Wow, about. <laughs> well, that was a banger, Owen. That was a banger. Yeah, it's okay. like the worst throw ever. There's not a low chance he starts for a team next year. Not at all. I, I mean, like sure, Fields. Start for a team next year. I'm not going to be picking that team. I will be. I'll be there. He'd be raw on the Steelers, dude. Oh, don't make don't make me go all the way back in. He's Mister Pittsburgh. <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, he send, wow. Just send Steelers all the Bears quarterbacks. You know, Trubisky. Fields, wow, a little nice. bit of a feeder system. Yeah, yeah. We'll take Bagent too. But I, I'm down. Yep. Now we're cooking, dude. The in season tournament. Anybody? Yeah. Yes, sir. How, how'd you feel, Owen, about that? Uh, I liked it. I mean, I just want, I didn't watch a lot of the, uh, actual, like the previous games, but I liked the final. I liked, uh, AD dude. I liked, um, I liked how fired up the guys got. It, it felt like, uh, watching playoff basketball for once. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sick. I, I really uh, liked it. For some reason, I don't know why I, I watched the game too, but I, I don't know. I just like tuned out in the third, fourth quarter a little bit. I don't know why, but yeah, from what I did catch the, the game did look like a banger and everything. And Phil and I were talking. I feel like it, like they it did look like they cared a lot. I feel like it would have been a bigger story though if the Pacers did win, because it's like, oh yeah. yeah, like anybody can kind of win this thing. Like even Indiana, who hasn't won anything ever, really. Um, but okay, like the Lakers winning it is fine. Obviously, probably no better team for the NBA. Um, speaking yeah. for the NBA to win than the Lakers, but. Um, I like it. Like I said, I still think there's need some improvements to be made just a little bit. I'd like to see more teams. And I, I was texting Phil, why don't you just do a 32 or however many teams are in the NBA, single elimination, random draws. Like, I don't care. First round, you do like 
Nuggets, Lakers, too bad. That's who you drew, you know? Yeah. Um, and you just single eliminate that thing. So I, I feel like that'd be really fun. I agree with you, dude. I think it'd be awesome. Like, I, I just think it needs to be longer. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me that we're handing out a trophy 20 games in. Like, I get the whole Carabao Cup soccer thing, but that happens like close to March is when the final is, right? So, that, what's yeah. that in the NBA calendar? That would be about january mid-january like that or february maybe that makes more sense to me like let this go a little bit longer because and i didn't like the you know the pop and champagne we're in game 20 of the season here let's not pop some champagne over winning the in-season tournament um not to say that it's i'm a celebration police guy but i i agree it's a great idea they found a great starting point. I just want them to improve on this. Don't get satisfied with where it's at right now. I agree. Let's just keep improving it every year, maybe just trying new things to make it as good as it can possibly be because it's a great idea. Every league is going to do this at some point. I fully believe that. And just make it something like where it's like distinctively, it's like, yeah, this is what differentiates the NBA Cup from the Larry, Larry OB. You know? Like Larry OB is like seven games, like, like you know you know what the playoffs are about but i just want something to be like i just want this tournament to be more distinctive that you know but that might just come with the years too you know yeah after you play it through it five ten years you kind of get a feel for like okay what kind what kind of teams end up winning this sort of thing you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah but like like you said i think it's a great idea and just honestly i'd tinker with it as much as you can or, or in the early stages um you know so yeah a hundred percent. I agree with you there. And I, you know, we've been going a long time. I don't really want to keep going. I think that by Wednesday night, we're going to have a clearer picture over what has happened with the Blue Jays. But I think we should at least get oh, yeah. a little bit out of, out of Owen and anybody else who wants just, you don't have to go forever, but I just want a little bit, a, a sample ahead of Wednesday night on the events of the last few days. And obviously we'll have a clear picture by Wednesday night. So people can come back and get a clear view there. We can go long form on it. But for right now, just, just a little scoop. Sorry, just quick. What's, what's Wednesday night? Is that some sort of deadline? No, but we'll just have made some signings by then. I imagine. Oh, you think so? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it's kind of interesting because like, I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I was never really expecting Shohei Otani to sign with the Blue Jays. Um, wow. So that was never really on my radar, um, at least for 95% of the, the time. Um, and then there was probably a 48-hour period where I was really convinced, and then a, you know maybe a six- or seven-hour period where I thought it was basically a done deal. Um, and then all of a sudden, obviously, he signed with the Dodgers. So I... You know, it was a roller coaster of emotions. I was really devastated when I heard the news because of that expectation that I developed. But um, after you know a, a few a, a day or two days to digest it, it's like yeah, he went to where he was always going to go. Um, I don't really hate the Dodgers, like I hate other teams in baseball, so that's fine. I mean, the price was also very high, so it would have meant we were not signing, re-signing any of our uh, young guys, wouldn't have been able to bring in other pieces, so it, was, it would have been really restrictive. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll talk about it more, but uh, you know, I think it's okay. Oh, Owen had a raw take. Well, I forget what you texted into the group chat, but he was like, oh my gosh, like 700 mil for a guy that's coming off, like, whatever surgery he had. Tommy John, yeah. <laughs> you know, his, yeah, Tommy John, and 
uh, yeah. just the plain old DH is is way too much money. So it's kind of a good way to think about it, just to make yourself feel better. But um, yeah. yeah, I was driving down from Edmonton, and I was like, oh my gosh, if this breaks, you know, while I'm while I'm driving down, it's gonna kind of suck because I'll have to celebrate with myself in the car, and Phil and I yeah. like called each other like two or three times while I was driving down the highway, and just, he was giving me updates and. Then I was like 40 minutes out from Calgary and he called me. It's like, yeah, we got jobbed. <laughs> like it's like they were capping this whole time and I couldn't believe it. So um, I don't know. I just don't know what to take from these reports that are saying that like his agent like strung us along and just used us in a, in a disgusting way. I don't, I don't know if those are accurate reports or not, but um, this is a big lesson for me that um, you can't trust any of these baseball insiders. It's just, it's, yeah you you can't trust any of them so yeah yeah i 100 percent agree with that i i don't think do i think caa set up a plane and a burner burner twitter account no i think that i don't think that that happened i think uh certainly the blue jays were used as leverage certainly um but i think that they probably aren't unhappy with the way that things worked out but to think that they would have set all that stuff up Think about the Dodgers who just made a $700 million commitment to your uh, represent or the person you represent. Do you think they would be that happy that you s- tricked them more or less into increasing your bid? That's starting a relationship off on the wrong foot. I don't think that they're dumb enough to do that. I think that's a pretty baseless rumor. I understand the, the tie-ins and everything, but certainly it helped them. Uh, certainly the Blue Jays were used as leverage, but honestly, like Owen said, now that we're removed, I think that we can uh, be, you know, I'm okay. I was mad at the time. I'm okay now. And we're I'm, at peace. We're at peace. And I'm honestly, I'm happy that it happened because it was, it makes for a great story. And it was a great, great, like two hours, two and a half hours. Oh, take me back. <laughs> take me back. It's a great story. The, th- the thing that's pissing me off though is everyone that's like, Oh, this is just like, and I'm not the biggest baseball guy, so maybe maybe this is a hot take. But everyone that was like, "Oh, this is just great for baseball," and God oh, forbid yeah. if he ever went to Toronto, it's like relax. Like he wasn't like Toronto's not the Kansas City Royals, dude. Like, come on, man. Like they're acting like if he would have signed in Toronto, that you know the MLB would have had to shut down for ten years because oh, there's no point, you know, and we lose such a big play. Relax. I get it. LA, like the Dodgers, it's an enormous team. And yeah, it's good for baseball. But everyone like just being like, yeah, this was the right move. Like, okay, we get it. But don't act like Toronto is would have just killed baseball um, totally if, if, if you would have signed there. So that, that was annoying for me. Yeah. And the other thing is people are like, wow, like he's in Hollywood. Like he's, this is like he's in the center of media as if he wasn't playing for LA for the last six years, like he's in the exact same city he was before. So nothing really changed as far as that goes. Exactly. And then this, in, in regards to market size, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, you know, the, the Dodgers have a, they're a massive market, but I mean, Toronto, the, the Blue Jays is like a 40 million person, uh, you know, market. It's, it's, country, it's an enormous man. one. Yeah. It's the entire country. So that's, I think that's silly. Um, I want to ask Phil. So, I mean, I'm not really somebody that's super prone to conspiracy theories. I tend to be tr- try to be quite. Scared. I don't know that's about a, that. I don't the know about take that. I've ever heard. You, you um, would be, <laughs> but 
I don't want to call you a Sean McDermott type, but you would be, you know, you would You are the most conspiracy prone person I know. Yeah. Well, that that aside, I, I was wondering how how do you square the so you're quite skeptical. How do you explain the uh, uh Morosi and Hornstra and and Mockbaum getting this the uh Mock. the scoop from the inside sources? How do you explain that? Like what why because clearly these are sources that they were very very confident in um and 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 those i th- i feel like sources of that nature must come from uh, either people that are like maybe friends of shohei or, or really close within the dodgers or whatever or the blue jays and clearly it wasn't the blue jays and it wasn't the dodgers so to me it must mean somebody that was very close to shohei told them that something was about to happen or that he was flying to Toronto or that he was about to sign with the Blue Jays. In which case, I think it's fair to say that they were, you know, up to some shenanigans that wasn't uh, above board. You know, I, uh, I think that they, that this the story of this magnitude, baseball hasn't had a free agent like this ever in the social media era where, era where people like Adam were tuned in to see where he goes. Like, and that's not, you know, Adam's a very, very casual fan. He's a ninth inning bottom of the well, ninth. Let a, me turn I it on fan to make after this, but yeah, go. Oh, go sure. Sure. But, but to me, I think that the possibility of having information that uh, people would be interested in, in this case, increases your profile. It does a lot of things for your name recognition. And I think that people were willing to accept sources that were not as credible in order to try to be right, to get some attention. And it certainly seemed like all the evidence was pointing to him coming to Toronto on Friday on the plane. So I can understand why he would go ahead with that report. But where I'm going with this is I don't think that show, I think that Otani through this whole thing was very tight lipped. And I think the people around him were probably just as tight lipped because otherwise the story wouldn't have broken on Otani's Instagram with a low-res picture of the Dodgers logo. Somebody else would have had it from the people around him. I think he was very, very narrow in who got information. I think that made it so that Mm -hmm. anybody was trying to get any information they could and they were willing to accept people who actually didn't know as sources. And I think that's probably what ended up happening with all these people. And as for that Hornstra guy... I think that's a guy just trying to get people to pay attention to his website and have the same information that we have, really. Yeah. Yes. I, I think that's, that's, that's fair to say. I, I, I guess it, maybe we, we will never know. I think it is, I'll just say, I think it is a, it's certainly uh, an interesting situation. The fact that the Dodgers raised their offer, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a lot of, you know, what transpired sort of leads me to think that there was uh, you know, some very calculated moves. It, it would have been a very, very strange coincidence for this of all to happen just by accident. But again, we might never know. And the point is, it doesn't matter because the Dodgers got their guy. It's probably better that they pay an extra hundred million because then they are more handcuffed in terms of signing other guys. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I I want Adam to make a statement, then we can wrap up. But I also want to say, hey, Ben Nicholson Smith, nobody cares about your report tonight that the Dodge, that the Blue Jays matched the Dodgers $700 million offer. Yeah, you have, I was like, dude, who cares? You have like no credibility. Now. You have none. You have nothing. No credibility. Zero. As much as Hoonstra. So I don't think that anybody cares about your report, that they match the offer. Blue Jays insider, if you can even call him that. My ass. Blue Jays insider. <laughs> well, uh, my statement, 
my statement was going to be, you know, as as a non-baseball fan, this was kind of like a general application for me to, uh, you know, I was I was fully planning on being locked into the Jays and watching games with Owen and, uh, you know, following closely uh, if this signing happened. And I mean, it didn't happen, but uh, honestly, it kind of pushed me closer to it because just being part of like the team that was just constantly refreshing Twitter <laughs> and, and the seven group chats. Like it just made me feel part of the community, and I, I, uh, you know, I kind of just, I, I feel like a Jays guy now. Great, that's awesome. That's great. And well, I followed Johnny, Johnny at the time he was called Johnny Otani on Twitter, but I don't think that's his real name. Johnny Junta. But, you know, yeah. I followed Mr. him. Junta. Yeah, I'm locked in now. Yeah, well, awesome. Uh, that's Adam, one of the better statements Adam's made, and like, it's a great I love statement. that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared, Adam, for the for when it gets tough, because it does. And then that's the time where you really got to remember why you do what you do. Well, I've <laughs> I've been through the tough times for sure in my other sports, so I I think I can make it. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it's a real. Sh- I I sent you guys the Photoshop. I was really excited to Instagram story that bad boy. I I was loving that thing. I thought it was going to be a yeah. hit. So disappointing. Well, it was a masterpiece, Phil. Thank you. It stays it stays in the I'm archives. I'm not sure really how good. many people already got it from your Instagram story, but yeah, it was going to be a close That's friend okay. situation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. You know, people are like what does Wempy have to do with it? <laughs> hey. <laughs> it was looking for a second there like I was the banker, the money maker. The monk. <laughs> <laughs> the one that would never fail. Um I'm glad that it happened. End of the day. And we'll talk more about it on Wednesday, of course. Uh, 10. 10. 10. Sorry, Bellinger. Sorry, Bellinger. 10. Yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah, we're in. I, I can't. 10. <laughs> 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. Yeah. We'll be back. Congratulations on the Cowboys, Adam. I, 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 do I want to rescind that congratulations as it left my mouth? Kind of. But, you know, whatever. I uh, mean, come on. Like, I don't get to be happy that often. And, yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Lose. You're right. Happy, you know, happy Cowboys win for all those who celebrate. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, not to, yeah, I mean, I have more things I would like to say, but I'll just let us leave. Yeah, there's, you know. But shout out Tyron Smith, too. I love that guy. Good, good. Okay. Well, I see no better note to end on than that. So, talk to you Thursday.